from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Gastration time. No, this is Coach. I lost my balls. I can't find my balls. No balls of steel. No balls. Can we get some balls around here? I'm telling you, the boy ain't got a set. Dad gummit, Bill. He ain't got no balls. Say it! Say it! I'm a fan and I'm a woman. Doesn't have the balls. No balls at all. Is she right? Ah! Bill's Balls of Steel. I think an obvious start to this out with nominations. Balls of Steel for on Friday. Michael Alford, AD, Florida State, said, y'all, we're not bleeping around. Balls of Steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. I just translated what he said. It was a little more lengthy than that, but I just gave you the condensed Cliff Notes version of what he said. Here's another one. Tom Brady and Giselle are divorced. That's not new news. Giselle on the front of Vogue magazine wearing some kind of demonic outfit. The most disgusting thing I've ever seen. To Tom Brady, good riddance. To Giselle, no balls of steel doesn't have the ball no balls at all what is the deal with dressing up looking like a demon what is the deal there what is that somebody help me i know i'm from the bible belt but what is that what is the infatuation that hollywood has with that it is very peculiar very peculiar you are seeing Incline Village up in Nevada. No balls of steel to telephone tough guy Rico Suave in the borough taking a shot at your kid. Go smoke another camel. No filter there, Jeff, in the borough. No balls of steel. Can we get some balls around here? (laughs) Telephone tough guy Rico Suave in the borough. No Cub up in Chicago. Balls of steel to link Jarrett Early. Got the Knowles baseball team off to a 6-1 start, including taking two of three from number eight TCU. Balls of steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. All right. How about this? I bet them on the money line yesterday, the Vandy boys baseball team. The series was tied one game apiece with UCLA. Vanderbilt, what happened? Did they win game? I can't remember now. But the series was tied one apiece. And game three, close. Pitching matchup. Vandy boys pulled it out two to one. Money line was pretty. I bet 
John Daly's pizza money. It was just fun money. So for the Vandy boys, I know I'm not always the most pleasant to your school, to say the least. Balls of steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. Jeff, too, says, Bill, I can't imagine the stress non-Big Ten and non-SEC conferences are under knowing that the Big Ten and the SEC can just go cherry-pick any team they want, and there's little to nothing the other conferences can do about it. It's true. You're absolutely helpless. No, Kev. Bill, did Michael offered just give a shot across the bow of the Ducks in Washington, and you'll see them come out with their media rights value? I don't know. I mean, I think he was taking a shot at the whole planet, saying, guys, we're not going to sit here and keep our mouth shut. Something's got to give. Boy, crickets from the ACC office. Where's... Jim Phillips and all this. Now, there's some talk that he's one of the candidates for the Big Ten job. Does the Big Ten have a commissioner yet? I mean, the media rights deal's done. It's not like you've got pressing needs here. (laughs) Matter of fact, the Big Ten last three years would have been better off without a commissioner, considering the commissioner they had. Just saying. Been much better off. Hawkeye Jason, balls of steel to the Iowa basketball team, men's team, scored 25 points in the final one minute and 51 seconds of the second half to beat Sparty. Also, balls of steel to the women, beating number two Indiana. Balls of steel, Iowa baseball, beating number one LSU. Yeah, they did. I was listening to that game on the radio, the baseball game. So, for all of those things, Iowa-related, balls of steel. Bill's balls of steel. Iowa had a pitcher, football scholarship guy. Now, guys on football scholarship throw 100 miles an hour. He got ejected for popping off in the game to the ump. And they beat LSU. Now, I was listening on the radio – they had their game on whatever broadcast D1 has, and uh, Kendall Rogers was doing the broadcast, and I was talking with Blake about it. He said the broadcast quality was god-awful, and the LSU fans were absolutely killing Kendall Rogers. Just killing him. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, if there's one fan base that if the fans turn on you, you probably would wish they hadn't. That'd be LSU. Any fan base that you would prefer not to turn on you more than LSU's? I don't know. Tennessee got a guy basically unhired or not hired in Greg Schiano due to social media. That's another one. Shannon in South Bend. Anything new on an offensive line coach up there? Did the Matt Luke thing just disappear? Anyways, Shannon and South Bend, balls of steel to UCF, sweeping Clemson over the weekend, then running down the hill in Death Valley. I saw that video. This is epic right here, and it's the video of them all running down. 
after the sweep. So to UCF baseball, Patton, that'd be a Balls of Steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. There you have it. Lots of balls of steel. How about this one? We are well into hour three and not a mention yet because we've had other needs, pressing needs. No mention of Tony Vols. You want to speculate, speculate on this one? All right. Tony Vols was suspended. It announced, it was announced on Friday for the series against Dayton. Three games. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So first of all, to take the face of college baseball, suspend him over something petty. By the way, it wasn't the NCAA, it was Tennessee. I'll get into that in a second. So, and I'm going to, this is going to be kind of a funny one, but to the Tennessee administration, I'll, I'll explain here in a second. I, I don't really mean it this way. I've blasted them plenty, but let's just say, Patton, for the sake of the moment, no balls of steel. Doesn't have the ball. No balls at all. It's announced, what, Friday? Tony Balls is suspended. Now, as you know, getting suspended ain't no new thing for Tony Balls. Bumping it up, whatever it might be. Frank Anderson started the season, the pitching coach, the maybe the best pitching coach, one of them in America. Just incredible. He was suspended based on the Notre Dame series that ended the season, and then Griffin Merritt, their transfer from Cincinnati, was also suspended because of something he said after their season ended or after their last game, something like that. And he transferred to Tennessee. So anyways, this is about there's, – there's two th- – number one, it's about Maui Ohuna. Maui Ohuna, they still have not cleared him, even though I wonder if this is some kind of, quote, plea bargain – Here's how here's how screwed up the NCAA is. One of the allegations with Tony Balls is that Tennessee brought Maui Ohuna in before his transcript was was sent. I'm not kidding. We've got every roster in America being poached in football right now, and everybody poaching every roster. We've got nothing along the lines of name, image, likeness going on. We just have people getting paid for whatever. Nothing, maybe. But we're worried about Tony Vols bringing in a guy without the transfer, without the uh, transcript. We're worried about that part. Now, Now, again, one theory, Dave Hooker put this one out there, Tennessee suspended Tony Vols. Number one, because it makes it look like, and by the way, the football team technically is still being, the football program still being investigated or they still have not rendered a judgment. It's not going to be bad, they don't think. But it makes it look like Tennessee's further disciplining things by this Tony Vols suspension. Here's the other thing. Is this maybe some kind of plea bargain with Tony Vols that he agreed that will get Maui Ohuna cleared soon? That's another angle. I, all of them just what ifs. Mario Huna is a transfer shortstop. He's from Hawaii, but he played at Kansas, hit close to 400 a year ago, and is a golden glove shortstop and a first-round pick. 
Ags and Strohs on the Texas coast. Bill, from an A&M perspective, I would prefer the three SEC permanent matchups for them, A&M to be LSU, Texas, and Arkansas. That might be it. Not, not sure. We're not sure exactly. They have not released those. But, and I, I don't know that they'd want to release them, even if they had them before the SEC basketball tournament. Because that right there would supersede the SEC basketball tournament. It would. By the way, if you're planning on traveling, we'll be there Friday the 10th. So a week from this Friday, well, we'll not be at Bridgestone, but we'll be at the Omni. Lots of people staying in the Omni for the tournament. And uh, we'll be there a week from this Friday coming up. I got to say, Kentucky basketball is playing better. Just beat Auburn handily. Went on the road to beat Florida. Now, road plays hard. Even if Florida's not all that good, it's still not easy. Regular season, Rick got a nice win over, well, South Carolina. Beat him by 40 again. So that's twice they played him. Beat him by 40 both times. Oh. Also, I bet against Mick Cronin. They played Colorado yesterday, and Mick won. Another dagger there. Yeah, took Colorado on the money line. (laughs) So I lost to John Daly's pizza there. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station, City Slickers, also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine. It's real. It's fun. It's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Get into the Bill King Show, 615-844-5600. He doesn't charge by the minute. They shot him. They shot him. Nomination from Steven down in Baton Rouge says balls of seal to former LSU athlete Mondo Duplantis for breaking the world record in the pole vault, which is 6.22 meters. So, Patton, first of all, world record former LSU athlete Mondo Duplantis, balls of steel. Bill's balls of steel. So I looked it up. 6.22 meters is almost... Well, it's 20 feet and almost 5 inches. It's 4.08888 or something, whatever it is. Yeah, I did the math on that because I didn't know. Didn't know. That's getting it now right there. Not that I'm Mr. Big Pole Vault guy that studied it all my life, but that's, uh, that's getting it right there. That's flat out making it happen. What else happened over the weekend? Okay, Brandon Miller. Yeah, we're almost two and a half hours in. No Brandon Miller yet on the show. Alabama fans are probably saying, Bill, that's a good thing. Why don't we just move on down the road on that one? Well, let's let's try and handle this. Let's. I know, look, Gr- Griff asked me. I, Griff and I talked on the phone yesterday for like 40 minutes. I'm sitting there. I told you this earlier. And I see a message. Hey, Bill, give me a call. It's Griff. I knew it was Griff. He's, he's bookmarked in my phone. So I call him back, and he had, he said, Bill, Tuesday I'm going to be at the Combine, and uh, I think we're going to be in meetings or something. I won't be able to do it Tuesday, but I'm going to find a slot somewhere this week. And then we just got to talking. And then Griff and Griff was do. – I'm telling you, Griff was chirping and chirping and chirping. I barely said a word. I just sat there and listened to Griff. And this is a Griff you're not used to. 
This is a good, this is, this would be like you were sitting, let's just say you're sitting at a bar. Griff Seijin comes up and just starts talking to you. And you're talking about sports and football, Georgia, SEC, Big Ten. Remember, he's from Michigan. Griff's from Michigan. And uh, he's just talking away and he's just, he's just engaging. He's not moody. He's happy. He's, and he keeps on and on and on. You're just sitting there having a beer, you know. That was Griff yesterday. He even said, Bill, I love it. He did. I mean, this is this is how far this conversation went. Griff said at one point, we're just chirping. I mean, it, there was no point to anything we were talking about, really. Just talking. He goes, Bill, I love it. You know how to handle me. When I come on, you can tell my mood. You can tell how I'm feeling that day. And you know how to point me in the right direction. He just said that out of the blue. I don't even know what to say. He goes, I have people in Michigan. And we have people that listen to the show up there anyways. But he said, I have people that tune in for me from Michigan just because they know where they can find me because they know me from being up there. Got to remember, he was uh, a Michigan State student. He graduated there. He's from Michigan. But most of his professional career, he's been down here. He actually, a few years ago, moved back up there when he left Tennessee, the Tennessee beat, took the Michigan State beat, and then came back down here and then ended up at Georgia, doing the Georgia beat. So anyways, he asked me, what is going on? How are the Alabama fans? Because remember, he lived in Alabama and covered Alabama and Auburn too in the past. What's the word? What are Alabama fans saying about Brandon Miller? And I said, it's like any fan base. They're they're for their guy. They don't like the rest of the media critiquing him. And they don't. I mean, that's that's what's going on. And pretty much everybody that critiques them over this, they are mad at. And the few that are trying to at least say Alabama probably did the right thing here, like a Jay Billis, they like. But there's way more media blasting away at Alabama and this Brandon Miller thing than media that are saying, no, wait a minute, let's think this out. Maybe Alabama did the right thing. I will admit to you, embarrassingly so, that I'm a bit of a fence straddler here. And I don't want to be because that is not what you need me to be. You need, even if you don't like what I say about it, you don't need me to be that. But on the rare occasions where I'm stuck a little bit, I will admit it to you. And it's not something I'm proud of. I will admit it. My inclination always initially when I think about this topic is Alabama should have suspended him. That's my first inclination. Now, over the weekend, over the weekend, you had the situation where Alabama's players are being introduced in the pregame, and when it's Brandon Miller's turn, they frisk him. One of his teammates frisks him. Now, I am told that's something they had been doing not just now. That had been happening prior. 
I don't watch pregame introductions, so I wouldn't know. NATO said, I'm always drawing up ball plays. I wasn't even looking. After the game, NATO at the podium said, I can promise you that won't happen again. I've addressed it. That will not happen again. Now, that was a better response than Nate Oates prior when he said something about wrong place, wrong time. And I will admit, Nate Oates did come back that same day and say, look, I did not word that well. Yeah, that did not come out right. I've got to do better than that. And he went through the sensitivity and a lady lost her life and all that. He went through that. But, But anyways... I don't notice. I couldn't tell you what anybody's pregame, other than Tennessee has that thing where they do one one guy flies, we all fly, the dunk thing, and that always gets on video. But but that's not really the, the pregame introduction. That's just pregame. So I wouldn't have even known this. When I saw, and I think a lot of people, when they saw the Frisk thing, they all assume that they just did this now because of what just happened, which is very embarrassing. Regardless of how long they've been doing it, it's very embarrassing. You know how inappropriate timing-wise that is? Somebody's dead. Somebody is dead. A lady with a child is dead. And anyways, Nate Oates in the postgame. Let me say this, Patton. Nate Oates has made a bunch of mistakes here. And again, I'd be inclined to suspend him, not have him play. But I'll give Nate Oates credit. Give him a balls of steel because he addressed this before he answered any questions about the game. He said, this will not happen again, so balls of steel. Bill's balls of steel. Now, having said my inclination would be to suspend him, I do understand the other side of things. I mean, I I understand where they're coming from. I may not agree that that's a reason for him to be playing, but I do think – I mean, I understand what they're saying. The problem they have is their perception is awful. You're talking about a superstar college basketball player. And the 100% perception is – You're trying to keep the superstar on the team because of what he could do for you, which what he could do for you is take this team where they have never, ever been before, which is a Final Four. He's that kind of guy. He's that kind of player. That's the perception, and I think we'd be foolish to assume that that's not part of the equation here. It has to be. I told you, I had a buddy, my best friend in high school, signed with Alabama. Thought he would get to play, and then they brought in Enos Watley, and he never got to play. (laughs) But he was there for four years, loved it down there. If that had been my buddy, he wouldn't be on the team. Or he'd be suspended. My buddy was a pretty big Bible thumper. That wouldn't have happened to him. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Jeff, too, looked it up because I haven't talked to him in years. He lives now out in uh, Seattle. One more, and then I'll get the call down in um, 
down in West Palm. No Kevin Chicago, Patton says, Balls of Steel. Today is the first day of high school baseball up in Chicago. Balls of Steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. Iowa had a guy, and I don't know if you Iowa fans are listening right now, Jason and some of the others, that threw 100. And he's a football, he's a football scholarship kid. Throws 100. Throws a hundy. That's right. And LSU had problems with him. Kid got ejected somewhere fourth, fifth inning for popping off. <laughs> oh, one other note, and I'll make it fast. I like the new rules when it comes to baseball. I know it's ticking people off. I know a guy in, was it Kansas State LSU game? Game ended on a time violation on a batter. Now, again, that's the extreme example of it. I don't obviously want that to happen. I don't like that. Baseball needs this. Even with the problems we've even incurred already, and the season is just in its embryonic stages, right? Early on, early on. Even with the mistakes, and and here's some of the speculation. League to league, Field to field, is the timing going to be exactly the same? Probably not. Is it going to be as consistent? Probably not. I still like the idea. Now, the baseball purists don't like it. I get it. I am not a baseball purist. I don't care. Football, some of these new rules are talking about, like, running the clock except in the last two minutes after first time. I don't like any of that stuff. Probably going to do it. I don't like any of it. Baseball needs this. Football doesn't need it. Not at all. Baseball 100% needs it. I like it, even with the mistakes. Christian Moore, a week or two ago, remember? Screaming timeout for 10 seconds and stood there, nothing happened. Uh, You know what? That's not a good moment. I still like the rule. I still like the rule. All right. Jim and Jupiter, appreciate you waiting, sir. What's up? Well, Billy, I can tell you one thing. That Florida State brand is strong because you've talked about FSU the entire show. It's the shockwaves from it, too, because it's it's Florida State because Michael Alford is the one who got this going on Friday, which I appreciate him doing that. But it's the shockwaves that are so interesting, too. That's what's fun. Oh, for sure. And I've been telling you that there was no way that this, situation could stay like this we've been talking about revenue for 20 years as null fans here and we knew it was going to come to the day because we had such horrible leadership in john swafford the problem is is that we had people in our administration that not only signed off on the grant of rights but also extended it so you know fsu has a lot of dirt under their nails with this too um and uh you know it's just it's just not a situation that can last you cannot we will not be able to ever win a national title with the way that the revenue is being given out now so you know i'm so happy that michael alford did this and I still think it's probably years away. I don't think this is going to be a quick thing like USC 
and UCLA coming over, you know, where you know it quickly, or Texas and OU. But, I mean, at least the ball is rolling. And FSU needs to get with Clemson and anybody else that has some power and just get the hell out of here however we can. Make this whole conference implode. Because there is no grant of rights if you say Florida State and Clemson are looking at, at you know, the SEC, we're, we're looking at them, and North Carolina and UVA or North Carolina and Georgia Tech, we're going to go to uh, the Big Ten. There is no ACC left. They don't get anything. It's over. That's what we need, Billy. You know, if Jim Phillips were to bail, and, and look, he was at Northwestern, but that would not be good either. Oh, I, that's what I – I love that, <coughs> that you said that because that's what I'm banking on. That guy <coughs> was one, um, you know, interview away. He was the, the guy who was supposed to get it last time, right? Man, how great would that be if he goes and gets his dream job and the ACC is just here, you know, doing nothing. And, you know, you know, ESPN and these, these TV networks are looking at this too. ESPN has so much power in this. If they want things to happen, they'll make sure it happens. You take care. Appreciate the call. Yeah, Brody Brecht is the Iowa football player who throws 101. They beat LSU this weekend. LSU won two of three in their games they played. Played various teams, but Iowa got after them. It's going to happen in baseball. Omni Nashville Hotel, a week from Friday. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise. Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. 
voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. happens anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show will be there to bring you the facts. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah, I'm just looking. Coach... Let me, let me look at this one more time. It's just a quick video. All right. And I'll get the call. Just hang tight. Coach C over in South Carolina. Bill, did you watch the XFL and the new kickoff that they're doing? I think it's being tested, he says, so the NFL can see how this goes. Don't think it's long before the NCAA does it as well. I, I don't even know the XFL's on on the weekend or on Sundays. I just I'm, – I'm probably watching college baseball. I – I never spring football has never been a void in my life, but I do. I did pull that up just now because I hadn't seen it the way they lined up there. And it's certainly safer as far as the collisions are concerned, whether I like it or not, they're going to this. I don't know if it'll look like that, but they line up what five yards, 10 yards, five yards from each other. And then the kick returners back deep, but you don't have the same collisions because you don't have the long distance running downhill and the absolute just cataclysmic impacts you have. Cosby Cattleman is on hold. Let's go right to Rocky Top, Tennessee in regular season Rick's home and Tony Falls is in jail. What's up? Another Monday, another brouhaha with Tony Vols, another Rocky Top Report, Bill. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I, did. I watched Tony Vols, except he wasn't there. Yeah, hey, I want to get into that maybe here in a little bit. But first off, on the uh, XFL kickoff stuff, yeah. um, they say, I think player safety is important there. So why don't they do, I mean, if, if player safety is important there, why don't they just regulate with the NFL altogether and, and get these uh, college games down to three hours? 
Well, I mean, I <laughs> okay, okay, okay. College football is going to have traditional kickoffs, but the XFL has got this new kickoff for player safety. So, does college football care about player safety or not? They they care about lawsuits. Let's be specific. <laughs> they care. They care about four and a half hour uh, games and a bunch of Aflac commercials with Saban and Prime. Yes, they do care about that. Yeah, okay. Hey, Bill, um, one thing on that XFL kickoff, deal, though, it's my understanding 98% of kickoffs are returned. And in, uh, I guess this is an NFL stat, only 40% of traditional kickoffs are returned. So that's another reason to do it, more action. I mean, who would like to see a ball flying through the back of an end zone or a receiver just taking a knee in the end zone? That's not much fun, is it? No, I mean, I don't really care either way about that, though. I mean, I, I enjoy the game regardless. Yeah. I mean, we don't, how many kickoffs would get a game? I wonder what, what's the average, you think? Uh, heck, that would be a bean counter Six, question. Five, I don't know. But, you know, Bill, these gimmick leagues, I think sometimes some pretty good ideas come out of them. Like, I think the uh, the, the speaker or the you know where a coach can talk to his quarterback inside the helmet, the helmet uh, phone or whatever, I think some of that came out of maybe the USFL or something. So sometimes these gimmick leagues, can, they usually fail, but they usually contribute a good idea or two. Maybe this is kickoffs the one, so. Hey, two things for you, Bill. On this Tony Ball stuff, I don't really care about it, but so let me get this straight. We got Alabama, we got Nate Oates, we're doing pat downs in the pregame celebration. Nothing happens to Nate Oates or the star player. But Bruce Pearl has too many hot dogs on the grill and Tony Valls was shopping around for a Delta Airline ticket and they're trying to fire him. Why why the hell does this always happen to Tennessee, uh, Bill? The, uh, what's uh, next? Is what's next? Is Skanky Sankey gonna come in and suspend Tony Voss for half the conference season like they did Bruce when the, at the height of the Cam Newton church money scandal? I don't think to they're trying to fire Tony Voss though. No, 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 no. No, these this, this day and age after what happened with Bruce and the NCAA, don't you think they're just trying to make an example out of them, Bill? Pretend pretend they still have some teeth. Well, let me ask schools. you this. Could this be a plea bargain for Maui Ohuna, meaning you suspend yourself, it makes look makes it look like you're self-punishing? Because Tennessee did this, not the NCAA, and then we'll let Maui Ohuna free. Well, I mean, let, let's face it, Bill. I mean, you know, um, Tony Voss is just like Bruce Pearl. He's, he's flamboyant. He's got a lot of in, uh, enemies. You think old Tim Corbin liked losing that MLB draft gig to Tony Voss? I mean, there, there are a lot of people that would like to see him fall. But uh, I, I just wonder, why the hell does this always happen at Tennessee, Bill? Well, Bruce Pearl gets right out of his other, gets railroaded out of the sport for a damn barbecue, and now they're coming after theory. Tony Balls over a stupid airline ticket? Here's another theory, that they're doing this because of football, too, because it makes it look like they're complicit and we're doing the right thing and we're really tough on our guys. Nobody else would suspend their coach over not having the transcript in time, which is what they say happened, among other things. And uh, it makes it look like to the committee investigating the football program how tough we are. Hey, last thing for you, Bill. We're just about over a week out. Before you know it, we'll have a bunch of people walking around with bad, fake cowboy boots down there on Lower Broad, sipping that PBR down there at Legends Corner, regular season Rick and the Real Housewives of Corbin, everybody in town. You got your plan yet, Bill? You're going to be over there eating some gourmet biscuits and get the, the WNSR van, you know, the catalytic converter put on, and you're going to get down there and get visible. And Griff, Griff living in Antioch, is that what you said? <laughs> um, we're going to be down there a week from Friday at the Omni. Yeah, I mean, come on, Bill. That's pretty good, you know, free advertising for the show. You know, get on there, get some SEC, you know, park the van out there in front of some SEC network cameras. And Well, before we get there, though, we got a Woo Pig coming over here, Bill, for one of those 9 o'clock Eastern tips where we get 6 o'clock Central Time tips. How does that work? Peabody tips at 6 o'clock, and we have to tip at 9. How's that go? <laughs> All right.
Hey, hey, Bill, if we're going to get Woo Pig over here, why don't we get some good barbecue? Why don't you come over here with Bad Bill's brisket, or let's get some Adley's over here. Since we're going to have some Woo Pig, let's get some real pig. We'll do it. Hang in there, Bill. All right. Cosby Cattleman. One more nomination here before the break. Patton. Balls of steel to Florida State. This is from Allen in Tampa. Florida State basketball team beating the Candy Canes over the weekend. He, his words, the Candy Canes, balls of steel. Bill's Balls of Steel. That's a new one. Beating the Candy Canes. I like the wordsmithing there. Bears, whole cake mafia. Bill, I'm not for speedier baseball. Baseball takes away from real life problems. Who wants less baseball and more time to deal with real life? That's an interesting note there. Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the Paradigm Woods and Irons. The Paradigm Woods are engineered with forged carbon to have unparalleled distance and forgiveness. The Irons feature a high-strength forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Unmatched expertise. Unmatched service. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we're just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl at the bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. What, I, what, what I'm thinking about doing is sneaking into the locker room and putting some liquid Viagra in the defense's deep, uh, drinking water so they can stiffen up some anyway. Probably not. Griff is going to reschedule. I'm not sure when this week, but we'll get him. He's going to be an indie at the Combine. And he said he thought during his slot on Tuesday, for this show, he'll probably be in meetings or interviews. But he's going to find a time. I can't tell you where Griff will be yet on the show, but we will get him done. Griff will join us when his schedule permits. Yeah, Griff was, was talking about the Fine Bomb show and says he gets, because he does a weekly segment on Fine Bomb, he says he gets stopped regularly, like at airports and stuff. He's a TV dude. Griff was happy, man. I'm just telling you, Griff was in a very jovial man. Very, very happy, Griff. But we'll get him at some point. But right now, we have those two. Who else would you suggest? If I were to go get somebody else for tomorrow, who would it be? Do you have any suggestions? Jim in Jupiter says, Bill Clemson is speaking some, too, about this what Florida State discussed on Friday about the situation financially is untenable right now. Clemson's AD, Graham Neff, and his view on revenue sharing and the ACC, it said, should terrify the rest of the conference. Tigers have been the most dominant program in the ACC for several years at this point, and it's unlikely that changes in the near future. Now, this is an outkick article. From the AD, in all candor, 
I put it as a need. We certainly recognize the investment that we've continued to make as an institution in our community, in athletics, namely in football, which certainly drives a lot of value that is important from a television and revenue generation standpoint. Is it time revenue distribution within conferences or at least the ACC is done differently? Yeah. I've been very active in these conversations within the league, continue to expect to take a leadership role in our desire for that to be changed circumstantially, urgently as well. Says it's worth noting Florida State, the ACC's other major football brand, appears to endorse the plan. Yeah, that's what Alford said. Then it asks, will Clemson leave the ACC? And here's the follow-up. Unfortunately for Clemson, the Tigers don't really have many options for recourse. It will likely cost hundreds of millions of dollars, we've talked about it, at a minimum to leave for the SEC, let's say, the likely landing spot. The ESPN controlling ACC media rights for 13 more years, it's hard to imagine Clemson can do anything other than complain. Why would any ACC team agree to losing money in order to protect the pockets of Clemson and Florida State? All right, now. It says the only card Clemson might have to play is to argue they'd sign a longer grant of rights in order for a guaranteed higher percentage of the revenue. That seems like a Hail Mary plan that isn't realistic at all. Now, Back to the question, why would anybody else in the league agree to take less money to save Florida State and Clemson? And the answer is good point. If I'm Duke and I'm worth about $14 million, but I'm getting $36 million, why am I going to give money up? I'm used to this money. You can't lose that kind of money in future revenue. And that's not even competitive with the Big Ten or the SEC, the $36 million. But the flip side of that is, And again, it takes a conference vote. But what is the conference willing to do? You obviously, as an ACC leader, Jim Phillips, the ACC office, know that Florida State and Clemson are not happy and they're not going to be happy unless something changes. Status quo, which is what the ACC would love to happen, at least at the moment, is not an option for Florida State or Clemson realistically. Now, the ACC office, the best, most incredible miracle would be ESPN comes in and says, here's more money. Well, that's not happening. They got a sweetheart deal through 36. They're not going to do that. That would be the magic wand. The elixir that fixes all. No reason to do it. Yeah, no reason at all. Shannon says, Bill, get on Driscoll. Ask him about the O-line. Josh, Bill, get on Jay Book. By the way, I heard from Dave Biddle. He just checked in with me over the weekend, too. I said, Jay Book's been doing a fantastic job. He said, yes, Jay Book is awesome. He is right. But, yes, maybe, maybe we do get on Driscoll tomorrow. Maybe we do. Now, TJ's Thursday, and there may be more news that comes out before TJ gets with us on Thursday. We've covered 
the latest in expansion from a news flash, Florida State, Michael Alford, Friday standpoint, covered pretty well in hour one. If you miss that and you need a brush up, go back to hour one. That'll catch you up on everything and let you know what matters and what doesn't. Lodgepot.